obsession like madness and season Bracing all like a breaking of reason With every night lost and every day torn The drama feeling calmer and so calmer in the storm Speakers are crying like a forest in the rain I was so alone with my thoughts and my pain And the darkness closed like a mouth on a wire night I'll never be free
That makes sense. My name is Mute. Oh yeah, Mod Snap Radio. DJ Depraved here, and that was the uh, that was the muted hour. <laughs> um, so this week we uh, we chose tracks that were all by bands on Mute Records. Interesting, to say the my least. My idea. Um, my idea. That was totally an AJ idea, so. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, I had to fish around because it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff that's a little out of my uh, element, I guess you could say. So, 
That's okay. It's you okay. like a bunch of these bands. You know a lot of these bands. Some of them. But uh, needless to say, I discovered I discovered a couple of new songs, and I did choose all bands that were familiar with me. I found out they had a U.S. division. That's where I chose most of my stuff from. So, but um, interesting record label, and uh, you told me the story about them uh, before we got on the uh, commentary here, and that's something else. They're quite a storied little record label, and it sounds like a really small time too. So. Yeah, uh, we've played that song Warm Leatherette by Daniel Miller and his band, which was uh, better known as The Normal before. Uh-huh. And uh, he self-released that and created Mute Records. And um, the one of the bands that I played tonight, Fad Gadget, was his uh, first uh, band to sign on. And mm-hmm. the second ever release was with them. Uh, Boyd Rice, who I also played, was like the fourth release ever. All of these bands uh, were all like synth heavy bands in the early 80s, just as that was taken off. And you had like the early Depeche Mode, who at the time had Vince Clark. And then after their first album, Vince Clark left Depeche Mode and it was Martin Gore and Dave Gahan and everybody else making all the songs. And Vince Clark went off and did uh, Yazoo uh, with that uh, Alf girl, Allison Moyette. And uh, and then later on, you know, he went on to do Eurasia and Alf Girl. <laughs> that's her. That's what they call her. They call her Alf. Alison Moyet. They call her Alf. Oh, yeah, that's new to me. So, how, how you get Alf from Allison Moyet, I'll never know. But that's I swear to you, they called her Alf. She was known as Alf. Yeah, and this whatever. Was way before that TV show was on with the fucking alien and the cats and all that. This was way before that. So. That's funny. Anyway, but, they were always known as kind of like a synth uh, act uh, label and for good reason. But there's a lot of other kinds of music that came out of them that is not like that, like the Diamanda Gala stuff that I got to play one track off of. Mm-hmm. And some of the other stuff like The Liars and Adult. And those are all like more like post-punk bands, but they also have some synth. Just they're not pure synth like Eurasia is. yeah. And then there's a lot of uh, dinosaur acts that uh, came from other labels like uh, New Order and uh, a certain ratio, which are leftovers from factory records when they imploded back in uh, sometime in the 90s. Mm-hmm. We were talking about all of that, too. Yeah. Interesting label. They got a lot of new stuff that they've got. They've got coming out. Some of the other labels that are as old as they are had business in the 80s and 90s but vanished by the 2000s like factory you never know yeah but uh without further ado we'll uh, go over our playlist this week uh the first track i played was a uh looked like it was a relatively new uh track by new order and that was uh their song be a rebel okay so I think it's relatively new Second track I played was by The Knife, and that was Handyman, and that was the Reveline remix. I'm not quite sure how to say that, but whatever. Revel 9, then, whatever. <laughs> R-E-V-L, the number 9, and then the letter N all together, so Revel 9. Yep, we'll call it that. 
And third track I played was by Gold Frapp, and that was Ocean. Fourth track, Moby. Now I had to really just sit and l- just turn the volume up and really listen to this one. Because it was it was one of those tracks you just have to do that too. Uh, Moby with This Wild Darkness. I, like I said, I think that was my favorite of everything I found off of there today. Nice. Brand new to me. Uh, in fact, all five of these tracks are brand new to me as of today. So no arguments there. And uh, last but not least, I played M83 with Road Blaster. And that was the one I can distinctly remember the na- name of the album off the top of my head. It's called Junk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're all, it lives up to its name, too, let me tell you. No, 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 I quite enjoyed that. So it's just, it just, it stuck out to me, to say the least. So, you know, what's funny is I actually have that album, that junk album. I actually have it. I don't remember exactly how I got it. Somebody came into my store and sold it to me one day, and I just decided, you know what, that looks cool. And I played it and I liked it enough to keep it. So, do you have it on vinyl or? Oh, yeah, no, I have it on vinyl, but like a, a, a legit copy of that record is like $70, $80 for like uh, a reprint. Uh, AJ just AJ just said it. Uh, I have it on vinyl. Everybody owes him a Coke now. <laughs> yeah, I have it on vinyl. What can I say? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Besides, I'm... everybody's listening now owes him a soda. <laughs> Everybody listening to us isn't listening to it on vinyl. They're listening, listening to it on our show. Uh, this is true. <laughs> Which means that they're listening to it on the web. Or their iPod, if they're that weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some people that do that, too. Yeah, I do that. So, But anywho, those were my five. And inter- interesting record label, to say the least. I, I'm, I'm glad we did this because I did hear some new music today. It's like I told you before, whenever we do these shows and we put up certain parameters, it's like we know we're playing with Play-Doh. We know we have a pattern we're going to push the Play-Doh through, but we really don't know what it's going to look like until we're in the middle of it. <laughs> it, it, could be, it could be a sandcastle. It could be a turd. You never know. It can come out looking like a sandcastle or like, uh, like a pineapple, or it can come out looking like, uh, like a giant uh, Tootsie Roll. What was that? You're going to put a pineapple up your butt? No, 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 no. We're not doing Little Nicky tonight. Thank you. (laughs) You're no fun. You're no fun. Mom, can you get out of there? (laughs) That's a scary movie. But anyway. um, All right. So my five tracks this week. Track number six was The Wonderful Fad Gadget with Lady Shave. And... uh, you know, that's uh, Frank Tovey. Guy was an electronic pioneer. He was so interesting and so uh, standing out of the crowd that when Daniel Miller saw him, he said, dude, I need you to be on my label. And he was literally the second release ever. His very first single was uh, Mute Number 2. And of course, now they've made thousands of releases and stuff. But at the time, they were just a fledgling uh record label and this would have been the earliest of the early 80s so there you go mm-hmm. uh i chose uh, fad gadgets uh lady shave which is my favorite song from them if you haven't ever listened to them they, the music is pretty incredible it's very different than other electronica from that time 
you'll hear things that you do recognize as being, you know, something that kind of sounds like Depeche Mode, that kind of sounds like this, that kind of sounds like that. But you'll hear other things that are very unique and not like anybody else. And uh, I really dig Frank Tovey. Uh, he died, unfortunately, uh, in the uh, late 90s from cancer. But the man was uh, a genius and uh, underappreciated at his time. He had some success in his life, but he was never as popular as he is now. And more than anything, people fell in love with his music because they would go to his live shows and he would put on quite a show, way more than most people do nowadays. So anyway, Fat Gadget with uh, Lady Shave, track number six, my first track of the evening. My second track of the evening, track number seven, is the Amanda Gallus with I Put a Spell on You. And... Um, I've told you this before. We've had her on some of our other shows in the past. I love Diamanda Gallas. She's a classically trained pianist, and she's a uh, a classically uh, uh, trained like a singer, like an opera singer. But she doesn't use any of that. I mean, she does play piano, but she has an eight octave vocal range, and she can sing like an angel. But she prefers to turn her voice into something that sounds like Satan on acid, and. Mm. Uh, you know, she uh, she uses the lower range of that octave uh, range of hers, and she kind of belts out some really nasty guttural sounds that sound like a wildebeest in heat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she knows how to beat the shit out of those piano keys and make some interesting sounds. So got to give her credit for where it's due, but she doesn't sound like anybody else on mute. And that's one of the things I like about mute. There's so many different types of, music on there like i said earlier they're probably best known as being like uh electronic synthesizer synth pop kind of music and that's not wrong but they've made a lot more than just that and this is a good example mm -hmm. continuing on my list my uh, third track of the evening track number eight was boyd rice with the song turn me on boyd rice had self-released his very very first album which was kind of a groundbreaking electronic album um I don't know if you've ever seen the Black Album as it's known, but if you ever get a chance to play that album, it's it's pretty wicked. You're not supposed to play it at 33 speed necessarily or 45 speed. You're supposed to play it at whatever speed sounds good to you. Hmm. So if you have a, a really nice turntable, one of the ones with a, like a pitch control, you can actually speed and slow it down until it sounds right, whatever that means. Right and uh, it's, uh, it's kind of like a... <sighs> techno ambient uh minimalist uh kind of noise record all blended into one um when daniel miller heard that he liked it so much he wanted it to be on mute but unfortunately boyd rice had already released this album i think he only made a handful of them and self-released but he agreed to re-release it and so the second edition is on mute records and it's mute number four and uh you know, Boyd Rice went on to work with some of my other favorite bands like Coil and uh, a few others. Uh, and nowadays, between his solo work and the stuff he's done with his own band, which is called Non, he's mm -hmm. uh, made all kinds of music. But basically, nowadays, I would say that his music is post-punk. Sometimes it's like this martial industrial stuff. It sounds like army music. Uh, some of it sounds like this post uh folk punk stuff where it's kind of like uh almost like medieval sounding but with modern equipment mm. and uh 
and some of it's just experimental and noise. And this song is one of those. Uh, it starts off sounding like uh, like uh, the beginning of a post-punk song, and it kind of just slowly evolves into this wall of chaotic noise, and then it just kind of kind of melts. And it almost sounds like a I don't know, like sound effects off a video game or something like that, or like some old horror movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love the song. It's one of my favorite tracks from him. And most people, they, they're like, what the hell is this? I've never heard anything like it. Another example of something that's very different from the typical Depeche Mode, New Order, Yazoo kind of stuff that, that they're probably better known for. But anyway, mm-hmm. continuing. Uh, my fourth uh, track this week was The Swell Maps with Midget Submarines. And I was telling you about this band earlier. I like them a lot because they were from the same scene as uh, all the early punks. They were around during the days of Buzzcocks and and uh, the the Clash and the Sex Pistols and all, all that. But they never got big. They never got radio airplay. They made a few albums before they kind of just vanished for a long, long time. They've since then reunited a few times. But um, their music to me is the closest thing to like the beginnings of what would become something like uh, uh, Sonic Youth. It's got that same kind of a vibe. It's uh, deconstructed. It's uh, instrumental uh, that doesn't make any sense in the arrangement, but somehow it works. And it's just really interesting, like art punk, for lack of a better term, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh, I love them. They're they're. I told you how much I like the band. Unfortunately, I'd like to buy some of their original first print records, but they're so damn expensive that I just stay away because as much as I like them, I don't like them enough to spend that much money. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I stay away from them uh, for that reason. But yeah, they're really incredible and and I do like it. I just don't like it for that price. Anyway, continuing um, my fifth and final track, track number 10 for the evening it's going to be one of my favorite bands that I don't really ever get to play too much on this show because they're so out there and we've never done a show that really deals with like electronica necessarily. I mean, we've done like, you know, synth pop and stuff like that. I get that, but not like really like just a general vague electronica term. Maybe we should do a little, an electronica hour at some point. Um, but that would be uh, me be manifesto with one of my old favorites from them. The, the song psych out version number one and you have to call it that because there's a version number two that doesn't even sound to me like the same song at all but somehow it is i guess structurally or something mm-hmm. anyway they're both really awesome uh me beat in the early days was on a couple of independent labels they started off with x tracks record at some point they released a couple things with them and then uh they started getting some radio play on mtv in the early early 90s and uh, I remember watching this video for Psych Out, which is this same song. And at the time, they were on Mute Records. And uh, I went out and bought their album, 99%, and this single. And I was instantly smitten, man. The music was so different. It was industrial with a hip-hop flair. You could dance to it, but you could also just groove to it without moving if you wanted to. It was incredible stuff. Still like, like them to this day. They're making music that, to me, is stuff from the future. But you can listen to it now. And yes, like I said, you can dance to it, but you don't have to. A lot of dance music isn't good unless you can dance to it. Or if you're on drugs, maybe then it makes sense or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I never felt that way about Me Beat Manifesto. And uh, 
I know you weren't necessarily too thrilled about the show we were doing tonight, Tim. I get it. But I thought it would be really cool because, like you said, uh, we uh, we ended up with an interesting list. We ended up with an interesting list and you got to hear a lot of new music you've never heard before. And, uh, you you know, as as small a label as they are, they still managed to keep that torch from the 80s going up until 2022. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of new, interesting uh, acts. Not everything is is great, but it's not horrible. And we still found enough to put together a solid list of 10. Exactly. So, yeah, like I said, you nailed it right on the head. I wasn't thrilled about it, but I did find I did find bands that I quite enjoyed the tracks from. So I'm not arguing. So, yeah, but um, we are. Well, we're well past uh, <laughs> running out of time here. So um, oh, sorry. The Count and uh, Synthwave Steve are looking to get Polybius up and going here. So we'll call the night here, guys. And um, if you're listening to us on Mixcloud, do like, share, and subscribe to the show. We will talk to you guys next week. And we didn't even have Angry Man yelling at the cloud. No, we did not. (laughs) Good night, guys. Good night.